Well, chalk that up to what, like you said, beer, a healthy diet of fried chicken and diabetes. So. I fucked everything from 13 to 35. I guess Sparkles is a stripper. Sparkles is a stripper. And she not only has the sweetest, most baby powder smelling as box. Yep, we're back again. Bacon and knees, number uh, one eleven. Can't believe I'm still doing this shit with you. I know it's it's really surprising that you stuck it out this long, especially after the text message that I received from you earlier this week. It's been like twenty episodes or something straight that you've been on. Well, they've actually become more homosexual because you've been on them. But... And and that brings me to my first why I'm mad at you this week. Okay, what? For, why Jimmy is mad at Chris? Number one, go ahead. You well, you already said it. It's because of a text message. Yes. What's the text message? Uh, I, ladies and gentlemen, after years and years of thinking you know someone, someone can send you something so offensive. Oh God, that, I can't. I can't even imagine you, what I sent that was that offensive. That you question your friendship, ladies and gentlemen. I am calling out the nays of bacon and nays this week. For being homophobic. That's right. Being homophobic. I'm not homophobic. Well, this text message says otherwise. Don't you know when I text you it's in character? How to tell if your dog is gay. <laughs> Come on, that's just funny. Is your dog gay? Or is is your dog a dog? Okay, Question mark. hold on. We gotta set this up. This is a chart. A flow chart. A flow chart, yes. And at the top it says... How to tell if your dog is gay and then from there it goes to yes or actually it goes for so the the title of this chart is how to tell if your dog is gay okay so the first thing is is your dog a dog yeah that's right if it goes to yes he is gay (laughs) oh i'm sorry not even he is he gay (laughs) is your dog a dog if no probably still gay (laughs) okay so you're offensive on so many levels the argument is ridiculous because it's a dog so what does it matter if it's gay or not oh so now you're saying that dogs don't matter no people people that love their puppers and love their fucking doggos they're fucking they don't matter no 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 that's not what i'm saying at all are you saying black lives don't matter no i'm saying whether a dog is gay or not does not matter Sounds to me like you're also a dog hater. No, I love I love dogs. Really? I had, a, I had a, when do you I, ever when do you ever post anything about dogs? You don't. I had a dog that was probably the best dog on planet Earth for a really long time. Not even probably, definitely was. And uh, since she's died, I've took it pretty hard, and that means I have not been posting anything dog wise. Uh, besides sending you this awesome. I find it offensive. This awesome offense, and I'm meme. offended that you're not offended by this. <laughs> I I think it's funny, and also uh, if you're you're definitely in character right now because if you were truly offended by this, I would have um, 
I probably would have just left because that's just it offends it offends me that much. And if it you offends were, me that you're offended. No, if if you were truly offended, I would be offended so much that I would get up and leave right now. But I know that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, and two, this has been the the most offensive part of our podcast. We're moving on. <laughs> and two, okay. I don't like when somebody makes a comment and calls our episodes fake news when they haven't even listened to it yet. Oh, yeah. You can't. I mean, that's judging without knowing what you're judging. So we're trying to we're trying to make Tim that much cooler. Yeah. By by putting him him astride Falcor. Dude. Hello. I mean, greatest idea for a T-shirt ever. And then he says, because I haven't listened to it. This is my Donald Trump impression. Because I haven't listened to it, it's fake news. Okay, fake news. <laughs> it's just fake news. And the listeners should know that he's doing a lot of hand movement. I, I'm no Mike. <laughs> no, but... Mark in, Teflon is the best. Mark at, Teflon is the best. The greatest. Uh, some would say he's the president of doing the president impression. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, the reason I said the hand movement thing is that for the impression to work, hand movement is completely necessary. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, but, but Tim, not cool, man. Not cool. Not cool. I'm even repping your Onyx Edge Studio T-shirts right now. Can we close the window to keep out dog noise, please? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Have you not listened to a Kevin Smith podcast? His dog barks in the room. Yeah, but he we can't yell at your neighbor's dog. Yeah, we can. What does it matter? Well, it's just not as... Once again, Chris coming down on dogs. No. Once again. I think that it's it it ingratiates you towards Kevin Smith and his dog and his relationship with his dog by listening to him yell at his dog every time that he barks. <laughs> Whereas if we were to yell at your neighbor's dog, it would make us seem like assholes. Chucky! More than we already have. I mean, this whole dog thing is getting way out of line, I think. Well, I'm just trying to get the listeners on my page. Wait, so you're mad at me? The second thing is you're mad at me because of yeah, Tim? Yeah, you could have deleted that comment, the fake news comment, but you didn't. No, I, the censorship is... I only delete things on the Onyx it's Edge. It's offensive, and I find it offensive. Have you noticed that there are things that disappear from the Onyx Edge Facebook group? <laughs> no. There are, and they're <laughs> fucking spam from people that I only semi-kind semi of know. And I delete that shit pretty much immediately. Is it like, uh, is it like, hey, come down to the Tivoli where we're going yes. to... Okay. It's okay. that kind of shit. <laughs> I have noticed that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That shit disappears <laughs> for good reason. Uh Hey, here's a group. I'll just post in this group too. Probably the seventeenth group I've posted this in. Fuck you. Stay out of our group. <laughs> Isn't that kind of something that we should be doing though? Like, hey, here's bacon and A's. Check us out. Uh, I I do do that. <laughs> First of all, do <laughs> do. <laughs> I I fucking post every time that we have a podcast up, and then I think of a clever poll, and then I post that, and then fake news. And then, well, th- he only posted that really, I think, because he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> so, well, it's gonna happen. Yeah, even Tim, if, you should do it. By the way, even even it, you know what? 
Even if Vegas isn't Six Flags, come on. You got to do it. You got to do it. I just don't know. I don't. I mean, have you, you ever been to real, Vegas? You, you, I've never been west of Kansas City. Okay. Sucks. I've been as far west as Amarillo, Texas. That's it. So you've been to Mexico. Pretty sweet. No, I've been to Amarillo, Texas. Right, which was officially part of Mexico until white people came and took it from us. <laughs> well, um, you know, speaking of Mexico, we might as well move on to the first segment. <laughs> Because I found this last night in the paper. You ready? Mm-hmm. We got two Mexico stories this week. Hell! Aye, aye. Would you rather go with an immigration story or uh, or an immigration story? Hold on. Let me think about this. Where's the closest ice building? Okay, Let's, let's go with an immigration story. All right. Let's go with an immigration story. <laughs> the son of uh, Mexican mariachi superstar Pepe Aguilar. Did I say that right? No. <laughs> Has been sentenced to time served after being arrested at U.S.-Mexico border crossing on allegations of attempting to smuggle four Chinese nationals into the U.S. That's weird. Why is that weird? Well, I, you know, why is he smuggling Chinese people into the Chinese U.S.? Chinese and Mexicans are the same thing. Fake news. <laughs> They both, the, uh, they both eat rice and weird-tasting meats. You know what? That is true. They're just slightly different spiced. Yep. The San Diego Union Tribune says U.S. District Judge Anthony Battaglia. You nailed that one. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Also sentenced Jose Emiliano Aguilar, wow. age, age 24, on Tuesday to three years of probation, including six months in a sober living facility. So he's also on drugs. I mean, he's on that crocodile. He's doing his mariachi father <laughs> totally wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He's soiling the... What is that? The Agala. How did, how did you say that? The Agala. Agala. <laughs> the Agala name. <laughs> and all I can hear in my head right now is the Mexican hat dance. <laughs> oh, God. Is the Mexican hat dance more racist or less racist than the song that we referenced last week? Uh, I believe in the... What is it? That's not the lyrics of that song. No. All I, all need, I need is, is the, the rhythm, rhythm divine. divine. Yeah. Uh, or... Well... Um, so, American Horror Story started this week, right? Do we really need to go into this? I've never even seen that show. Hold on. It's awesome. Okay. So, this guy, he goes up to, let's just say, outside of a Home Depot. All right. Where there are some illegals. I think it's pronounced Home Depot, but go ahead. <laughs> there are some illegals. And he walks up and he starts singing, La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they, they, they turn around and they're like... What the fuck, homie? And he pisses on a condom and throws it at him. What? <laughs> uh huh. That's pretty insane. To incite them to come over and beat his ass while he's filming it. So he's trying to 
He's trying to get some fake news going, is what's happening. There it is. So he can post it on YouTube and be like, these Mexicans beat me up. Yeah. We got to get them out. Yeah. Wow. But it was hilarious to me, except for the throwing of a piss condom. Yeah. But like to to get their attention, he's just like he goes, La cucaracha, la cucaracha. It's like Moving on to the next Mexican story. Um semi trailer survivors turned over to immigration officials. So so 22 survivors of a uh, semi-trailer found outside uh, Walmart in San Antonio. Uh, it was packed with immigrants. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't packed with pizzas? Yes. <laughs> they uh, they don't need to testify because they've been turned over to immigration authorities now. Ten people died in this uh, oh, it's a fucking... human smuggling kind well, of scheme that's a fucking hot box man oh totally yeah Ugh. they were in there for hours apparently so that sucks for them especially the 10 that died and all they were trying to do is come over here yeah. and work but the 22 others orange, have an orange uh, grove that's the, all they're trying to do <laughs> that's right the 22 others now have ptsd but uh they don't know how to spell that so <sighs> that's a mexican that's a mexican joke that did not land baconandaze.com that's right <laughs> <laughs> moving on we've we've definitely sullied the name of uh this podcast with those and with an awful mexican joke to get off of that segment <laughs> did you do anything interesting in the week since uh we hung out last do you want to do yours first or you want me to do mine so uh i built a tv stand Sweet. Looks nice. Um, so I did that. I built some shelves for Jean Blazer. Jean Blazer. Nailed it. <laughs> so I did that. Uh, tore a shed down, and I got yelled at by my father. For? Working. <laughs> this is becoming a pattern. <laughs> he so, yells at you at work. Yes. So he called me at work. Dad news. Ugh. So my dad calls me at work, right? Sure. And he's like, okay, I need to ask you a question. Go for it. So if I want to take the tub apart and redo the plumbing, like, oh God, here we go. Just unscrew it from the wall. We haven't finished putting the drywall up. Just unscrew it from the wall. Take one piece of plastic off. The plumbing's exposed. You know, if my son would stop ignoring me and just come out here... I'm like, come out to your house when? He's like, on the weekends. I'm like, when I'm working? He's like, exactly. Okay. So your dad thinks he's making a point <laughs> about you not coming to uh, to help him out. Yes. But he also... Works weekends. Proved your point. Yes. By saying exactly... When you bring up that you work weekends. Yes. So, that makes zero sense whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you tell him that? Well, I was like, I was like, so you're trying to guilt trip me for having a job? And that's when he, I didn't say that. Oh, by the way, have you gotten me a uh, an amplifier for my, my DJ mixing equipment? That was the transition. I didn't say that. Hey, by the way, did you buy me? A no, I didn't. No. No, I didn't. 
He called me to <laughs> yell at me because I work on the weekends and I can't help him with his plumbing. And then to ask me if I've bought him something that he never told me to buy him. But didn't he bring up? Didn't you bring up the uh, the amplifier thing before? Weren't, <laughs> did he ever? Did so he thinks he put that on you? Yes. <laughs> it is now. It is now turning because you guys went to the store together. I guess. <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. Well, your dad doesn't know what he's talking about on multiple subjects. We'll just chalk that up to him being brown. Yeah, I I mean, I can't say that because it's racist for me to say it. Well, my, my dad looks like a Mexican Martin Lawrence. Let's just be for real. <laughs> He's a little fatter than Martin Lawrence, though. Just he a, looks like... Just a scotch. I mean, he looks like... If... Okay. If your dad was Martin Lawrence in Big Mama's house, but <laughs> but did not put the... Did not make it a black large woman it was a mexican large man instead <laughs> i was gonna say because my dad for a big man has no titties no but he does have like a giant a, a, well i don't know if i'll say giant but it's it's, it's like a old man beer gut that's exactly so what like it is. it's salad did you say it's salad not solid did you say it's salad it's no, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said that it's salad. Okay, well, I'm I'm from St. Louis, so g- give me that one. Mark okay. that one up to being from St. Louis. Okay, I guess. okay. It's solid. Yeah, but it's big and round, so it looks like it would be pudgy, but it isn't pudgy. Yeah, get what I'm saying? Well, chalk that up to what, like you said, beer, a healthy diet of fried chicken, and diabetes. So. We chalk. We're just chalking things up today, I guess. Yeah, just put it first. In. We chalked up that to me being St. Louis, and then <laughs> then we chalked your dad up to beer. diabetes. <laughs> I just said deer and not beer. Woo! We're on a roll. Yep. Is that so? That's it. That's all your. That's what your week consisted of, besides working, of course. But yeah. that's not interesting. Yeah, I. I mean, just standard like. People come in and they, I understand our name, you know, has the word lumber in it, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's, you wouldn't believe how many people call and they're like, Hey, you guys got any six by six cedar posts there? Uh, what? <laughs> We're a flooring store. Yeah. Wait, you, you guys ain't a lumber yard? Well, that's false advertisement. Just because yeah. it says lumber, <laughs> or I love I love when people call in and the like 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 I said, hey, you guys got cedar six by sixes? Uh, no, we're a flooring store. Oh shit! Well, uh, can you point me in the right direction besides Lowe's, Home Depot, Hoods, and eighty four lumber? No, you pretty much got it nailed down with all of those. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm like you just nailed like. That's all that you have available, pretty much. In this area, as anyway. far as I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, messing with wood a lot besides my own, you know, pud. But... And that, and that's just like a toothpick. So, sure. And it's broken. Is it again? No, it's not. Oh, I was, I was about to get really sad for your dick. <laughs> it's again. okay. It's okay. I was really going to get sad fine. for your dick. I was again. referencing an old podcast thing. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. do that here sometimes. I don't know if you've been on the show before, but. 
Anyway, uneventful you, week for me. Yeah, you ready for my week? Yeah, it's probably also uneventful. No, I have a few different things to talk about. Okay. So, since I didn't get to see Terminator 2 the weekend of my birthday, we were uh, we were out of town. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we did go to the movies, but we saw something else. So, this past weekend, I saw Terminator 2. Yeah, I saw that post. And it was in 3D. Yep, I definitely wouldn't have gone to that. Well, it's normally not my thing to do 3D, but I... I'm just in that small majority that 3D gives me a headache. It, it like it it really like I guess it's just too complex for my simpleton brain because like yeah it it like well your eyes eventually adjust but I think that if you are somebody that has to wear glasses then it doesn't work as well I I think that I think it's because I don't think about it yeah and like I accidentally bought a ticket to a 3D show one time yeah and it was the only screening like for that day so like I put the glasses on over my yeah. glasses and it it did it it just hurt my head well actually I was gonna bring up. During the movie, it was about half an hour in or something like that. It started to, like, my glasses stopped working. What? Well, first of all, I got there and there was no glasses when there should have been at my seat. Okay. So I go back out, grab some glasses from the kid, or he brings them to me, actually, because it's one of those fancy theaters where they, like, serve you food and shit. Oh, was it really? Yeah, because I, I, I actually had to go to an AMC out closer to, like, Chesterfield. Oh, okay. So, because there was only two theaters in the entire St. Louis area that were playing it. So, he brings me my glasses. About half an hour through, like I said, I start, like, losing the 3D thing. It, like, isn't working anymore. So I pull my glasses off, and I'm like think that maybe I have something on them and I go to clean them off and one of my lenses completely fell out. So <gasps> that's why for like 10 minutes I'm thinking like, what? why can't I get this working? <laughs> why are my eyes that work? Because at the beginning opening scenes, like the chase scene through the fucking mall and shit like that, it was awesome. And then all of a sudden they get to, I don't even remember what it's I think it was maybe closer to like, 45 minutes in when they're at like the desert hideout with the Mexicans, which I could bring something up with that, by the way, <laughs> go ahead later, but go ahead. Cause this whole episode's been about Mexicans <laughs> yeah, so exactly. far. I mean, that's a trend that we follow. So <laughs> kind of, so I went and got different glasses and thankfully it was in like a transitional part of the movie. So it wasn't that big of a deal, Yeah, but I had some other things that I wanted to bring up before we actually get into the movie part of this. So at this, at the first thing that I notice are is you that, seeing this movie again for the first time? Basically, like as you're older, you're now realizing things that you didn't when you were a child. Actually, no, I know this movie fucking backwards. And okay, forward. That, that so, was my first question. Was yeah. I didn't know if this was like this is one of my top three movies probably ever. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie, but I wouldn't put it in my top three. Well, you're not me, so we'll just lay that out. Top there. three would be Flubber. <laughs> uh, can we not do this because we have a bunch of shit planned and i don't want to tyler perry god damn it <laughs> go ahead okay so the first thing i notice is that we definitely live in the mid- midwest because there's fucking ketchup at every seat in the theater what there's ketchup fucking at like ketchup bottles yes bottles of ketchup definitely we i mean no more of a midwest quality than that i think then any place that there's food, there has to be ketchup. And it's between, like, every pair of seats had a bottle of ketchup. And Not like ketchup and must- mustard? No, just ketchup. 
Because apparently that's what most people want. So, also, uh, some small complaints. That wasn't really a complaint. I can. Fuck- it was an observation. Yeah, I could take or leave ketchup. I, I, am, I can too. It just depends on what I'm eating, honestly. I used to be one of like I used to be a kid that fucking had ketchup on everything because that's what kids do. But uh, but anyway, uh, the 3D was fucking awesome. Especially the shots where Arnold is like has the guns right at the camera. You know what I mean? Like that's where the 3D, the 3D really came through. Uh, but the complaints that I had were the there's some lights that kind of light up your table area. And those are way too fucking bright, and they don't dim when the movie starts either. So I actually like set up the menus up against them, <laughs> and that actually like really helped out. So there's a tip to all you fancy ass motherfuckers going to watch movies in Chesterfield. <laughs> I just I don't know. I just feel like I feel like when you're going to a theater like that, yeah, where they're like delivering you your food and your mm-hmm. beer and your whatever that most people aren't really there to watch the movie so much as they are to just socialize and be like, check it out. I'm at a movie theater, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't really know. I mean, I, I think it's more geared towards, well, yeah, not really people that are super into movies, but like, exactly. But like people that, just have extra money to spend, and it's a nice seat and a big screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like those. What are they? Uh, um, the four the four di or forty k yeah. fucking theaters where like they'll pump in smells from the movie. Your seats will move. Yeah, I've never actually been in a theater well, like that. That's because so. there's only like four of them so far in the country. They're oh. planning on expanding them. Yeah, but yeah, and and they're and. They're pricey. It's like 40 or 50 bucks a ticket. Yeah, we'll see what they've been doing even with Ronnie's, which uh, if you're not from this area, Ronnie's is like the moderately priced theater, I guess. They're upgrading all the seating in Ronnie's now. So I think that they're just going for the people that are still going to movies. You know what I mean? Like they're upgrading shit because they know the people that are going to go want it to be nice and they don't need all those fucking seats anymore because they the only time they sell out is an opening week. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I feel like every year for the past five years, it's, you know, like the summer blockbusters have just slowly, like they've been making less and less money. Everything's going down. And that's also another thing I was going to say is like, I wish T2 would have also been in regular 2d. Cause I probably would have seen that instead, but I did end up enjoying the 3d that they did. The conversion was the best 3D conversion I've ever seen done. So, thank you, James Cameron, for that, because he did it personally. Uh, but the other complaint that I was going to talk about is the food and drink only come in one size. So, And it comes in big, fat American size. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, because I'm, you know, slightly fat American, they bring... <laughs> they You're- bring the, the giant thing of popcorn, so because it's in front of me, I have to eat it. And then when they bring me a refill of Coke, I have to drink it. <laughs> you uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, it's just sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to drink it. You brought it. <sighs> I, it was it was me, Melissa, and Mark, I believe, when we went to go see Deadpool. Yeah. 
It was like my third or fourth time seeing Deadpool in theaters. Uh, Mark and I split. It was I, I got a soda and the big popcorn thing, and he gave me money for it because like the three of us split the popcorn, right? Well, he fucking pumped all that butter on there. Yeah. And I took a pill, and because I kept like throughout the movie, it only works for like thirty to forty-five minutes. At the end of the movie, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm like yeah. oh fuck, <laughs> this is gonna be bad. Well, it was just it was just gas, but like still, I'm like, oh fuck, I didn't think about it. Like, yeah, because like you said, the pills or the pill, the popcorn's there, so you're just munching on it. Yeah. So that's what happens. You know, you get fatter when you go to rich movies. You just get fat when you're in America, apparently. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're going to pause for a second so they can put new batteries in. We're going to pause for station identification. Is it... And we're back. What do we leave off on? Uh-oh. Oh! The, uh, the food. The yes. food. Okay, so... Let me go down my list of things that I wrote down. <laughs> we were on an off-mic rant and got really sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, but, we're, but I cut it off because we have to be done with that. Absolutely. So, Terminator 2, the, uh, some of Arnold's like really action-flicky lines seem so... Dated? Weird and dated, yeah. Like, you're terminated <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Once again. Like, just the, like, the weird cadence of his like when it freezes on him and then he says a line you know what i mean like that kind of thing but what, but like what? that is such a fucking early 90s late 80s thing you know what i mean like that that you it sort of takes you out of the moment and you think you think arnold not the terminator well, okay and that's, and that's and that's uh one of the things that like especially oh my god the early 2000s with those uh, redneck comedy folks. Yeah. When it's like you could be listening to it like an entire hour long special and not hear anybody laughing in the crowd, just a little like, huh, huh, and then all of a sudden, like, he realizes, oh shit, get her done. And then you hear, woo! <laughs> it's like people waited and paid like millions of dollars just to hear him say that in person. They were like, that's it, we're done. It's fucking awesome. Same thing with that. Yeah, hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, people, people would lose shit. their minds for that shit. Yeah. Well, the toys fucking said it. You know what I'm saying? Like there were there was Terminator Two dolls that fucking. He when you said, said when you said the toy, I went Richard Pryor. <laughs> I was like, I was like, when did that happen in the toy? <laughs> no, um, that's not what I was going no, for. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. So the Mexican thing I wanted to bring up. So they get to the Mexican hideout. Yeah. And uh, as soon as they pull up and like they they have like this fake out thing where it looks like they're going to pull guns on them and everything. But then quickly you see that Sarah Khan is friends with these people. And she says something about tequila or or no, the Mexican guy yells to his wife who's back by the bus that they live in. <laughs> and so she comes, he says something about tequila to his wife. His wife brings a giant bottle of fucking like a handle of tequila, <laughs> hands it to Sarah Connor, and Sarah Connor so out of character just fucking 
monster swigs out of this tequila. <laughs> like she's been dying for a swig of fucking booze, booze, alcohol, like her entire life. And it's tequila of all things. So it's just like such a stereotypical Mexican. Which you know what I like, find is really what funny. What would the Mexicans have? Of course they would have tequila. Well, my thing is, what I think is hilarious is that like back then it would be like, yeah, where would like outlaw Mexicans fucking live? Or, right. Oh, they're like, they're he's near in a the border. He's in a biker gang, you know, so. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to live in a bus in the middle of the desert. New Mexico. Of course. Yeah. Now, we call those preppers. <laughs> right. And then, of course, they they pull open the arsenal. That's, hey, that's what I was saying. Buried in like, the desert and it's full of, like, M16s and shit. It's gone from a brown thing to a white people thing now. Yeah. Like, white people now are like... Dude, the Mexicans, they had it right. If we just put this inconspicuous bus in the middle of the <laughs> desert, we can load it with firearms. Yeah, if they... No one will be the wiser. If they made T2 today, she would go to, like, her a prepper. redneck preppers yeah, exactly. friends. Yeah. And actually, John says in the movie that she just kind of shacked up with whatever former military guys she could find that would teach her stuff to help her out, you know. But the Mexican, the other Mexican thing I wanted to uh, bring up that relates to you is, oh boy, Arnold picks up a toddler who you can only assume is their son, <laughs> and uh, what I wanted to ask you is, is that you in the movie? Because <laughs> um, it kind of fits. Uh, you would have been like five or four when this happened. If uh, so, if so, um, one. I ain't getting any residuals from yeah. that movie. <laughs> you don't remember it, though. And two, um, I know for a fact it wasn't me. What about the two toddlers fighting over a gun? Going like, bang, you're dead. Bang, you're dead. They're also in the desert. Oh, those are my cousins, Jorge and No, Gustavo. they're not. You're, all, you're fucking lying. I am lying. Unless all Mexicans are cousins. <laughs> well, in a weird way, we all came from the same place, so... We all have that sub-Saharan African gene in our bodies, so <laughs> we're all brothers in that fact. Weird. I, I'm just, I'm just throwing science out there, you know. Just throwing it out there. So Saturday. 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 Okay, stop Saturday, it. Stop it now. Saturday, stop it now. Saturday. I actually uh, had a jam again. Yeah. So that went pretty good. Sounds, uh, sounds lame. I mean, it sounds like. Sounds like you went and jammed at some place. The guy came with a lot of music, and it was fulfilling. So it sounds really lame and stupid. <laughs> yeah, I need to be. In, well, you know, I'm not doing. You want to go down this this pathway? <laughs> no, but no, that's that's awesome though. That no, we we went to Utopia, which is the other place you can rehearse. I'm sorry, but every I just hear Fruitopia every time. Yeah, like, we went to Fruitopia. We had a tropical sweet time. Oh my god, it sounds delicious. No, but right this now. place had, actually has a bar in it, which is weird. And um the guy the guy who was the bartender first of all the place was like a ghost town we were like we were there. Really? It was like us and the bartender and like one other guy was in the building at the same time. But then so, and this was Saturday night, so I just thought that was weird. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, but maybe everybody that usually jams there or records there is busy on, play, playing out on Saturday night or something. I don't know. But anyway, we jammed for a couple of hours. It went awesome. And then uh, 
we were loading out and the bartender was trying to sell us something called liquid marijuana, which is a a shot. A it's drink. a shot, but it, he was just kind of creepy about it. They're, I, they're actually really delicious. I just they probably are, but I think he was really trying to sell us because we were the only other people in the building and yeah. like he needed to sell something. Like, you guys didn't buy a single drink from him? No, but I paid to rent there, so that's where my money was going. You know what I'm saying? But you paid, like, 15 bucks, right? Yeah, each. Little man, put that shit in my hand. Anyway, <laughs> no, like, so this motherfucker's like, I need money for crack. Yeah. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> I do not want to put that out there, by the way. I'm joking. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm joking. Don't want to make it seem like anything <laughs> illegal is happening at this place. There's just a lot of fun times happening. <laughs> no, but that's just really shitty. Like, first off, is that the owner? No, he was. Which means he's he's paying a bartender. Yeah. Or he's saying, "Hey, you can work here for tips." Right. And, and then nobody's there on a Saturday night. Which was weird, but you know, I th- I just thought it was weird that he was trying to sell me something called liquid marijuana, and it wasn't marijuana at all. So. <laughs> It's it's liquid marijuana because it's a green colored shot. All right then. Or well, drink. <laughs> Sunday I was really sore from not jamming for a really long time and then jamming a lot. Uh, my I napped most of the day. Oh, sounds lame. Go on. My mom canceled our dinner plan, so I went to my unofficial mom's, Lindsay's parents. <laughs> They had barbecue. Not cool, mom. Not yeah. cool to bail on your baby boy. It's your baby boy. Right. She was going to cook for me, too. Oh, that's even worse. I know. You're expecting. This oh, man. It, it could sucked. You, could you imagine, like, your mom bakes some delicious fucking cookies, too? She, yeah. Well, she forgot to do that, too, I guess. I haven't had any delicious fucking mom mama cookies. cookies in forever. <laughs> Damn. By the way, your mom still owes us, like, cheesecake or whatever. Yeah. I ate it all. <laughs> Not surprised. Sorry. <laughs> Not going to lie. Ate it all. Um, it gone. Went to my unofficial mom's house. Had barbecue there that her dad cooked that day. Listened to a house full of grandkids screaming for about an hour. And then they all left and it was nice and peaceful when we watched a Freddie Mercury documentary. <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the new picture of the guy that's playing Freddie Mercury in the biopic? Yes. Actually, he actually... Uh, yeah, it was going to be Sasha Baron Cohen. Which and I, then, was, I was bummed out that it wasn't because right. I was like, damn, he looked like him. Well, he wanted to make it an R-rated biopic and the Queen guys were like, eh, we're not really into that because it's going to be a lot of gay stuff. <laughs> they didn't say that at all. No, but I mean, <laughs> well, it's... But they did say they weren't into it because they wanted it to be more of a family-friendly thing. Exactly. You want to get butts in the seats. And let's and yeah. let's be for real, Queen will put butts in seats. I still think it's going to be a hard sell. Like it's going to be a niche kind of movie. Here, honestly. not over in England. Well, no, worldwide it'll probably do great. But yeah, here, yeah, yeah, they're definitely not counting on like everyone here. Anyway, which we got way off subject. Not yeah. really, but like what? Which? Uh, I'm I'm just curious. Which one did you? What did you watch? It's actually a Queen documentary. It's the uh, the one the classic albums episode that's all about. Um, a night of the opera. So they they go track by track through that entire record, and they pull back. It's actually pretty sweet because there's a guy who was like the studio engineer or whatever, or maybe the producer, and he like pulls back 
some of the tracks so you can hear just the vocals or just the guitar oh, track. Okay. It's like I mean it's it's fucking awesome. They they it's a series that was on BBC and it used to be on Netflix, but it's not anymore, so I don't know where you'd be able to find it. Probably Amazon. <laughs> For all of your shopping needs, visit Amazon. Baconandace.com slash Amazon. Damn it, I fucked that one up real hard. Anyway, okay. moving on. Get that mic up on your face, man. No, man. They can hear me. You know you leaned back away from the mic halfway through the episode. <laughs> and you're just now bitching about it? Reason three. We're I halfway hate you. through the episode. Reason Did three, I? I hate you. <laughs> Go on, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sunday night, I watched uh, the finale of a show that you don't like called Twin Peaks. It's not that I don't like it; it's that I haven't watched it. Well, that's why you don't like it because you haven't watched it. You are such a Game of Thrones snob. No, I'm not. I no, it's Twin Peaks, not Game of Thrones. You sound just like every other. Oh, you don't watch Game of Thrones. You're one of those people. That's what you're sounding like. That right is now. not what one bit what I sounded That's exactly like. Exactly what you sound like. You just exaggerated about as much as you possibly could. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Shitting on the minority, are you? I don't I don't understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> no, but Twin Peaks is awesome. You should definitely check it out eventually. I won't, but go ahead. Okay. Uh it's, I totally will. <laughs> it's a it's a little soap opery, but it's yeah. it's it's a show that's completely unique and like straight up wacky at some point, so that's why I think you would actually like it. And also the Spider. fucking hate spiders. I just noticed them on my ceiling. Anyway. But it's very, uh, uh, it's very Twilight Zone ish. Hmm. So that really appeals to me as far as uh, television watching goes. You know. Mm. Love me some Twilight Zone. Do Twilight Zones the shit? I know. What else? Did you ever listen to that new Mastodon? Uh, yes. I, I think there's only you, one online now, but it's super catchy. I was really hoping you were going to bring this up. Cause yeah, if I you definitely dug I it. I was going to. Um, I definitely dug it. Yeah, I actually, I think I've listened to it five or six times now. Sure. Um, and yeah, man, that, that opening riff, like, I was like, damn. Yeah, it's got Brent on vocals. Uh-huh. He's the main songwriter. Well, so, this is this is technically his album, so right. But it's, Under- it's actually B sides from two two different records. Uh huh. So, uh, but but because he's the main songwriter and the vocalist on it, it really reminds me of Crack the Sky. So I really dig that. Crack the Sky is maybe my favorite of theirs. Uh, Depends what day of the week it is, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Ooh, okay. It's up there. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, okay. I will say yes. Crack the Sky is probably hands down my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Definitely favorite Mastodon album. It's either Crack the Sky or Blood Mountain for me, probably. Or Leviathan. Boy. <laughs> that's where that's where you're like, Those, fuck, they have that so stretch many- right there. They have so many is good fucking, albums. That's an insane stretch of three records. But like, dude, once more around the sun. Yeah, I fucking love that album too. So. Totally. Ugh. they're they're just a great band. I think I think the reason that uh, what is it, Emperor of the Sand, 
hasn't really uh, elevated that far to me is because it hasn't been out that long. Yeah. So I haven't really got to actually digest it as much. And now all of a sudden we're being hit with this. So I really hope that that album doesn't just get buried because it's a fucking great album as well. Yeah, I've probably listened to it a good dozen times all the way through. That's really kind of how I listen to Mastodon. Unless it's really old shit, then I could just throw in whatever and not listen to a full record, but... As far as record listening goes, anyway, I dude, I remember, to... I remember when the Hunter first came out. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I honestly was not a big fan of it. And did it grow on you? It has grown on me so much, so much, especially. Um, Octopus has no friends. <laughs> uh, is is that the fucking really slow? Uh, I think like almost so. like we come from the water type song i'm pretty sure it is yeah i fucking love that if that's if that's the name of the song that's which a great song. i'm not good with song names i'll just tell you that right now no i'm not either but like, i think that comes as a result of listening all the way through records i, I think so too because actually uh would you actually do shuffle a lot too so well i was over at kenny's on saturday uh teaching him how to uh use his itunes on a Mac, which I've never done before, but I was teaching him how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, that was interesting. It can't be that much different than it's a little different. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I just, I, I never realized I like music to Kenny is all about the lyrics. Yeah. And it's the complete opposite to me. Yep. Me too. Like I, I, I look at, I look at even if they're singing as especially when they're screaming or growling or whatever, as it being like a percussion instrument. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, like, like Kenny was Kenny was blowing my mind with some lyrics that like I was like I had no idea this song was about this. Well, it helps as somebody that's really knowledgeable in that stuff, you know. I just I yeah I because I'm not. I'm not either. Like, like, like I said, when I first, when I first, that's that's where I was going with this with the hunters. That at first, it was so different because I was looking for that, you know, mastodon sound. But it, in a weird way, it wasn't there. But as you start like listening to it more and more, like I like I, I was building like that. That's how long ago that album came out. I was still like moving into my home building my my downstairs like reframing it so i had a five disc cd changer yeah and it would just cycle between uh the parallax 2 and uh mastodon and literally it was just mastodon and bt bam that would just cycle through right <laughs> just on repeat because i didn't have itunes at that time and i didn't have like a pandora or a uh whatever the other ones are no idea the online streaming devices like Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any of that shit. So still CD based, but like nonstop. And as I listened to it more and more, I was like, fuck, this album is so good. Yeah, dude. I agree with you completely. You were still living in the trailer at that point. Yes, I was for sure. Uh huh. Yeah. The, uh, but going back to the new Mastodon, I think that that, the what I I think it's gonna be an EP, so it's not a full record. I do wanna I do wanna uh have you I think it's Revolver did a uh, a small little like ten minute thing on the artist that did the artwork for it mm-hmm. for the cover. I'll I'll just check that out. It's awesome. Like it's really cool. 
um, just seeing the guys of Mastodon like sit down and talk to this guy, and you can actually like see like little things that they put into it. Because looking at this cover, it is so like detailed and dense and deep. Like you just looking through it, like I, they were doing like a pan around of it. Mm-hmm. There's so much in this cover; it's 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 beautiful. It's fucking. I barely even saw it, so I'm gonna have to definitely check that out. But I think anytime I see anything that comes across Mastodon right now, like on the feed about this new album, I'm like, "Yep, gotta pay attention to this," because I'm super stoked about it. Yeah, and it's gonna be coming out real soon. So like less than twenty days. Fuck yeah. Guess who's buying it? These motherfuckers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you should too. And with that, we're going to move to our next segment, but we got to take another quick break. Quick, quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Your neighbor's walking. Was it the black one? I don't know. Okay, because he's real nice. <laughs> don't be a dick to him. So, how do are you th- we back? Yeah, we're. Oh, we are back. <laughs> Oh, that was on that was on Mike, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say anything bad. I was just saying he's a nice guy. So don't okay, so so we talked a little bit about this earlier. This next segment, but I feel like these scripts that I wrote were kind of doomed to fail, and <laughs> they never saw the light of day because we were going to do a group episode, and then the group fell through. As a lot of times it ends up happening. Like we have you, some great friends. Yeah, you try to plan a thing and get people together, and then other shit comes up. Well, that's what happens when you have a bunch of friends that have, you know... Fantasy actual- football drafts, Mike Daffron. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Damn. I was going to say things like families and kids, but... <laughs> wait a- Well, there's that too. Yeah, which, by the way, Mike, I'm really like blown away that... That you, of all people, have... <laughs> are... He has brothers that forced him into it. Probably. <laughs> oh, look, there's the bus. Mike's under it. <laughs> you got me to look out the window. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, Mike's under that bus. I threw, him, I threw him under there. Well, we... uh... <laughs> anyway. Anyway. There's these scripts that are doomed to fail. They're very short, but I feel like they finally deserve to see the light of day somehow and since we have 12 listeners <laughs> they'll get to hear these scripts that were doomed to fail and maybe we'll discuss why they never were on the podcast before this maybe we won't maybe they'll my, do maybe they'll perform better than i thought thanks my to jimmy's fav- help my favorite thing is that you at least know what's coming. What what's coming? I haven't looked at these in a really long time, so I kind of don't. These are gonna definitely be fresh to me. There so. is gonna be some improv in here too, so just be prepared. If you stutter over something, don't even worry about it. We'll just move on. Okay. So in this, uh, the I gotta set the scene. This is based on a uh, well. First of all, R.I.P. Jerry Lewis fucking weirdo uh in real life uh so jerry lewis of course famed actor Dude, recently passed i have to say something go ahead uh okay we'll go ahead and say it first i didn't read this as jerry lewis i read it as jerry lawler <laughs> so yeah. this is this this just took a completely different turn for me yeah okay so 
there was this weird interview that Jerry Lewis did like a year ago or so where, and that's how old this is, I think, <laughs> where Jerry Lewis was just a complete dick to this guy that was interviewing him. And the total of the answers to the interview on Jerry's end ended up being like less than a minute long because he was like, no, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And he was the, one of the questions the guy asked is like, "So Las Vegas, you know, you came here when Las Vegas was barely a dusty cow town, and now it's a big, crazy, totally different thing. So, what do you think? Do you think do you like it more as an old dusty cow town?" He's like, "Yes, an old dusty cow town," <laughs> and then says nothing else. So he's li- making this fucking interviewer guy, like, leaving him out to dry. You know what I'm saying? He's giving him nothing. So that's what this is based on. <laughs> and it is... Let's see. Yeah, so this this scene is me, the the uh, the old man that I bring... Your names. I swear the, to God. What is it? The old names? man that I bring to guest on the show. And then the guest. So... um, So I get to play... Please tell me I get to play the guest. You want to play the... You, I, I want to play the guest. You want to play Norville? Yes. I okay. You, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. I didn't want you to give his name away. But God, these names... Okay, and originally the concept was that I was gonna leave, act like I'm leaving, and then I I would play Norville. So you basically you want to play a grumpy old man, okay? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's your you're already in. Yes. Wow. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. That that's where the guests were would be, we would have some small banter. <laughs> So, guys, I met this old man earlier. I wanted to take the opportunity to try and disprove that all old people, like that Jerry Lewis clip you just heard, are totally grumpy. So, I'd like to welcome our friend and first-time guest on the show, Norval Rosenbaum. Yeah. Give me a simple pause. That's what we would have done at that point. Right. Norval, uh, oh, he's had, taking a while to get in the room here. He's really struggling. It's he's like dragging his feet. He can barely move. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Norval guys. Uh, Norv used to be in radio. That's all I know about him. But uh, in the interest of, uh, well, okay, I got to leave that part out because that's where I was going to leave. <laughs> Let's try to keep it respectful and clean in this interview, guys. Um, I think Norval's kind of a straight-laced dude. All right. So, I guess we are going to interview you now, okay? Yes. You're well. You're awful. You're awful quiet. Uh, you're not re- not really giving me much to work with. Okay. Fine. So, so how was how was the how was the radio business back in the day, Norv? Yes. I don't. Uh, I don't know if that's. <laughs> uh, so did you? Did you? Did you have trouble breaking into the biz? Yes. What kind of trouble? No. No. No response. Just a sigh. 
Okay, this is not going well. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Norval, uh, I think I have something here that might release some tension in the room. This is when I hand Norville a Jugs magazine from about 40 years ago. <laughs> Jugs magazine? <laughs> Clearly Chris is a titty man because he wrote Jugs <laughs> and not booty. Or <laughs> okay, this is your line. Your line is here. This really brings me back. You know, back to when I was in radio. I used to pull tail like this on a weekly basis. <laughs> what? Those were the days. Remember this, fellas. Radio equals trim. That's the entire point. Trim? Tail, pussy. Oh, okay. <laughs> trim is such like an old th- like term for it. I Beaver. Don't, I don't think I've ever... Snatch. <laughs> wow, you got a lot of... <laughs> I think we really hit on something here. I love the pussy. What uh, what experiences do you have with pussy? Uh, I used to tear that shit up. Uh, okay. Well, I thought we were going to keep it respectful and clean here, guys, but I guess I brought in a Jugs magazine and that threw that all to, to Have shit, you ever so. just stuck your face between a couple pair of Jugs while finger blasting an old lady? All right, Norval, that's... <laughs> I mean, I thought it was back in the day you got trimmed, not I'm not an I'm not an ageist, Chris. <laughs> I fucked everything from thirteen to thirty five. What the hell have we done with <laughs> giving him a dirty magazine? It sets off a trigger in his brain. <laughs> I don't fuck with anything older than thirty five though. D- that is That's some, your limit? <laughs> that is some dusty pussy. <laughs> yeah, this okay. That's where the script ends. It just says the guest improv questions, and then the show dissolves from there because it obviously has gone off the rails. So, <laughs> the fuck, man. Script I'm one. Sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I lost it twice with the Jugs magazine. Yeah. Oh, I just love that. Does that- this? So this script doesn't work. <laughs> uh, it, it probably could have worked. It, it probably could have. If but- we had more people, I think it could have worked yeah. better. Like a pervert, like Mike or Mark Teflon. <laughs> yeah, because Mike Teflon's fucking struggling under that bus right now. All right. I wonder what the name of his fantasy football team is. The Pussies. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so glad this motherfucker hasn't come back yet. This script. <laughs> Is okay. So basically, how how this this the inspiration for this script? Only two of those are the Tony script. By the way, I, I don't believe. even have the Tony script. This is this is a uh, you don't. This is stew. Oh, here. It is. Yeah, it's right there. It's in front of you. <laughs> Damn. The Come prepared. Ton- so the Tony segment. Uh, is inspired by us going to strip clubs back in the day <laughs> and a certain uh, person that you always find at a strip club is the guy selling food in a tent at, <laughs> as people leave because 
they when you're drunk up. Yeah, well, when you're drunk, you have no self control. Also, so and you'll spend ten dollars on a cheeseburger. Yeah. And uh, generally speaking, we had great experiences. I with was going to say, it was actually pretty delicious. We were delicious. always super into that. As soon as we left, we were like, well, I know where I'm going. Well, you always, you always had to make sure you had like $15 in your pocket yeah, when you left. exactly. Because you knew that you were going to be like, I need a cheeseburger. And he's like, cheese is $2. And they and don't like, take debit. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, what normal place does a fucking slice of craft cheese because it and it probably wasn't even craft cheese. It was probably like all these fucking cheese. Oh yeah, dude, they go as cheap $2. as possible. As cheap as possible. So that's the that is the inspiration for the segment. And okay, uh, you're gonna play Tony in this. Okay. Okay. So uh, for Tony, I was thinking in Italian, but it doesn't have to be Italian. How's it to go? Uh, oh my god! All right. <laughs> Here we go. I'm playing myself. Chris. <laughs> playing Chris. In a story written by Chris. <laughs> produced by Chris. <laughs> narrated by Chris. <laughs> this podcast also produced by Chris. Written by Chris. Copyright. Chris Nays. <laughs> Baconandnays.com. Go on. All right. Back in the day, my friends and I, who are all here on the show with us today, we used to be pretty intense alcoholics, of course. Used to be. Yeah, you're still on that train. Oh, butt chugging vodka. Yeah, uh, Jimmy's going to leave here in a second, but uh, for now he's on the show. <laughs> if you live near St. Louis, the drunken path eventually leads you to the east side where the strip clubs are located. I like that that's all in caps, by the way. Right. Uh, among the characters you'll run into at these establishments, none is more revered than the strip club tent cook. <laughs> I would like you to introduce you guys to my next guest, the strip club tent cook at PT Centerville, Mr. Tony Tomato Matolo. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm a Tony. <laughs> yeah, you, you, got some, uh, you got some lines there. <laughs> oh, I do. Let me get back into me lines. How's it going, fellas? Been a long time. Let's dig into some dirt, shall we? <laughs> I rarely get the opportunity to talk to anyone besides when they come a stumbling out at the club and stuff their faces with my special $8 barbecue sandwiches. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tone. Wow, you are a character. Hey, you know, it's the first time I get to talk to you in the sober light. <laughs> we do have a lot of catching up to do, especially since we were mostly blacked out by the time we ever saw you. I could tell you I some stories. I barely recognize you, I honestly. I could tell you some stories about yourself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask you about the time, name redacted, got pepper sprayed in the face. Uh, and I drove him home while he cried the entire way. <laughs> this was a good time. Personally, I always thought that incident was a conspiracy by the cops against your drunk folks just trying to have a good time. <laughs> I've been a pepper sprayed myself 14 times in the past year. What a huge waste of pepper. <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, Tony, you got it. Some interesting views on pepper, first of all. I and, love uh, me a pepper. Black pepper, red pepper. Also, I love all the peppers. Also, I didn't know you were a conspiracy theorist against the police. Well, you know. But that time, uh, 
that time basically i i went to the strip club and you know this tony of course but i'm gonna explain for the listeners i i do i went to a strip club with name redacted and i went to the private room in the back to get my private dance on because that's what you do <laughs> been to that a few times <laughs> myself well when you can get off a night from making the barbecue sandwiches of course but, uh, All you got to do is let it slow cook for 15 minutes. All right, I don't, I don't need your recipes. We, we <laughs> got to keep that that's secret. That's three dances. <laughs> so, so I'm in the back, and I came with a big group of people, of course. And uh, Name Redacted was also in there. And uh, so I come back out, and everybody that I came with is gone. I don't know if you, Jimmy, you've ever heard the story or not. I have not actually. Yeah. I came back out, and everyone is gone. And I'm like, I came with a party. My entire party is missing. I drove a lot of these people. So I first place I look is the bathroom because I don't know where else to look for people. And <laughs> yeah, they Name Redacted party. is crying with his face in the sink. <laughs> and he's like, I got pepper sprayed. And I'm like, why did you get pepper sprayed? Because Name Redacted got in a fight with the bouncer. So apparently... So there were some shady things happening with money being moved around on the stage after it had already been thrown on the stage, and the bouncers did not like that. So they came over, started a fight. The guy, another guy that I was with, started a fight. This is all while I'm getting my private dance on, by the way. So I got a bone zone happening. (laughs) Bone zone! (laughs) And they got a fight zone happening. Fight zone! And I have... Of course, you're in the back. You can't hear any of this going on. You're totally... Sucked into whatever's happening right then. <laughs> Unless you're me, and when you're getting a private dance, you try and talk to the girls. <laughs> and then they end up giving you three extra dances because you made them laugh. Yeah, yeah. Because you say, ouch, you bent my pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I come out. Everybody's gone. It turns out they're all fighting. And then and then they all disappear. Some of them are outside. Some of them are yelling at the cops. Some of them are yelling in the bathroom, crying. Eventually, we all have to book it and leave because there's more cops on the way to arrest us if we don't leave. So I take my crying friend all the way home, and Tony was there for that. We're going to move on to, uh, let's see. Oh, Jimmy uh, and Tony, do you guys remember when Name Redacted was approached by swingers while we were there? <laughs> if you think swingers are entertaining, you'll be pleased to know that I swing with the best of them. I trade <laughs> Roasted ravioli trademark for blowies <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what? Also, big thanks to Jimmy Lopez and Nate Redacted for the blowies word. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. It at work gets me blowies. <laughs> I mean, I use that word blowies all the time, too. It's sort of a thing in our group now, really. Yeah. Yeah. Although the funny thing is, is that like in the moment when you like when you're like you really want your DS, yeah, you're not like, hey babe, just give me a blowy. <laughs> like, I well, I won't say I almost got a blowy at at the time when uh when our buddy got approached by swingers, but I did have a stripper come out to me and be like, I don't know if you remember this, but the stripper at the same place that we used to go to all the time was the like, one that fell in love with. Uh, a couple friend of ours at yeah, the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, she came up to me. She's like, did you throw a 20 on stage? And I was like, no, I didn't throw a 20 on stage. 
why did I do that? And, <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, I realized, yes, I had thrown a 20 on stage because I was missing a fucking 20. Oh, uh, that was beer money. Yeah, it, Nate, I told Nate Hodges this, uh, name redacted this, <laughs> and uh, he's like, why the fuck would you do that? And then he got me an extra 20 out, so... Because he was making more money than me at the time. Yeah. That might have been when I was actually unemployed, by the way. It's funny because apparently when I'm unemployed, I think it's a good idea to go to the strip club with you guys. <laughs> uh, do you know Do you know how many nights I was making like $9 hairs an hour? Yeah. And they would be like, we're going to the casino. And I'm like, I don't have money. I Yeah. And they would just give us money. They would. And then guess where it would always inevitably end? <laughs> and it's <laughs> which uh tony you had something to say i think <laughs> line no dude i lost my chair i lost chair i i see it motherfucker life is too short to regret this chris that's only about two and a half sandwiches <laughs> sparkles gives me that twenty dollars and i ate her box of that night <laughs> I guess Sparkles is a stripper. Sparkles is a stripper. And she not only has the sweetest, most baby powder smelling as box, <laughs> but it's also not too glittery, which, right. in, which in turn... That's is, pretty rare in the strip club uh, business. So uh, She does not smell like a love spell. <laughs> well, Toad, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. This is the first guest. Bacon Days hasn't been a total disaster. Uh, is there something about you you're going to reveal here at the end that will totally ruin everything? No! <laughs> but I have been working on this thing lately that I thought you guys might uh, be interested in. Okay, well, what, do you, what is it? All you guys do is sign up for this seminar in Florida. Wait a second. Hold on. So... Just tell us straight no, up, no, is this no, a timeshare? No, 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 yeah, yes, Tony, sorry. <laughs> what a free sandwich? I will not trade you a sandwich for a timeshare if that's what you're trying I, to pull over on I me I right not, now. Did I not do these. Why did my thing kind of start going a Bosnia? I don't know. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> we might have to have Tony back later. I mean, that... That's a great character right there. Did uh, you say you're not good at characters? Uh, I, I that worked out fucking great. That one would have actually been a that pretty... one, one. That one went better than the last one. Yeah. Well, you you got to be in it, and it's done. <laughs> I can't do that voice, so I'm glad that you could pull that voice. Rigatoni. Oh, oh the other. Well, I forgot. I. I forgot to put a strip club story in there, but now that we're on strip club stories, I want to share one. Yeah. 21st birthday party of Name Redacted. <laughs> we we went out partying in a limo uh, for Name Redacted's uh, party for her, for, uh, for their 21st. <laughs> I'm really narrowing don't, it down. Don't, don't assume genders on this one, buddy. And uh, so... At the end of the night, they all wanted to go to the casino. I was out of money, but I did have enough money to go to the strip club for a second. You gave your last twenty dollars to a dog. Yeah. So I was uh, drunk. I drove across the river by yourself, by myself, to the strip club. Oh my god! This is the saddest story I've ever heard yeah. right now. Uh, 
Uh, it's about to get sadder. <laughs> you were wearing sweatpants. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever wear sweatpants to the strip club. Everybody I, knows that. I've been told only wear sweatpants because that's how you get your money's worth. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I go to the strip club. Uh, apparently, Centerville trained me to be a little more touchy than I should have been. Because I guess at Centerville, they let go some things go. They do. Well, it, especially especially because... Uh, the the rule of thumb is, if if they grab your hands and put them places, that's okay. fine. But if you do it, then it's not fine. Right. Hence, where we're about to get to, <laughs> I was drunk, so I just did the normal PT's thing, and she did not like that. <laughs> she slapped me immediately. I barely felt it because I was wasted. Drunk. She said something unintelligible to me. I just knew that I had been slapped so that it was time to leave. Immediately stood up and walked out the door after throwing some money her way. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So that night was prob- was the worst night I've ever been in a strip club. Uh, another could time. You, could you say that was rock bottom for you? But uh, No. I can't say that because there's definitely worse things that I've done. I'm but. Just- uh, I don't know. There's nothing. Up to sad- and including peeing on Tim's floor, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. That's there's nothing sadder than a, than a guy drunk out of his gourd <laughs> going to a strip club by himself. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the time that I went to Waffle House drunk by myself and don't remember it. Yeah. <sighs> the only reason I know I went because there was egg on my shirt and, and a you had a receipt in yeah. my pocket. <laughs> it's the only reason I know. Um. The other time I wanted to mention was I went to a strip club with Name Redacted and Name Redacted, and I had a uh, I had a sleeveless Pantera shirt on, and when I got to the front door, they said I couldn't come in because I had a sleeveless Pantera shirt on. <laughs> so we went to Name Redacted's car, and luckily he had a, a, a shirt in his trunk, and I wore that shirt underneath my sleeveless Pantera shirt. So the sleeves came out. That were a different color under the sleeveless Pantera shirt, and the guy at the door said, "Much better." <laughs> hey, I mean that's. I mean, at least the guy wasn't being a dick. Yeah, well, he kind of was because he didn't let me in the first time. But do you want to save the other scripts for another occasion? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought because I felt like we ended on a high note there. Yeah. Let's do our ham and eggers. Oh man. You haven't even thought about it, have you? No, because I, I got so into like these scripts at the end that, like, damn. So, episode recap. Episode recap. We did our weekends. Mm-hmm. We did... What was at the very beginning? Uh, I yelled. Oh, yeah, about Tim. Yeah, I yelled. Uh, about me. Then movies. Then movies. Then jamming. Then... Okay, my ham and egger of the week is the bartender that was uh, the creepy bartender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the creepy uh, bartender that was trying to serve the only two people in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just by it. I mean, it just it just sounds like the most lonely thing ever. Yeah, like, the sad bartender. Like I just picture him sitting there, like cleaning glasses by himself, going, "Well, <laughs> this sucks." Drinking to it, drinking by himself. <laughs> Yeah, sad bartender is my ham and egger. My ham and egger is guy who tried smuggling people over the border and ended up killing 12 of them. 
Good one. Yeah. That's he I mean he killed your brethren and th- I feel like this is the least racist thing that I've done is <laughs> is called ham and egg on a guy who killed 12 of your brethren, right? Yeah. I actually I yeah. I think I think this week we had Have some- I made up for all the Mexican racist shit that I've said ever? Oh no. No? No, but you get a pass. Come on, man. You, you get a pass. Problem. You get a pass cuz you have a brown friend who's white, so you get a pass. But I already had that pass. This is extra pass. Do you want me to take This is like multi-pass. <laughs> I, I was thinking it's like the toll sticker that you get. You have unlimited Mexican. By the way, Bruce Willis also Hamnager. <laughs> and that'll do it. That's I'm it right uh, I'm uh, Nays. Yeah, I'm Bacon. And this has been Bacon and Nays. See you next time, Hasta everybody. La f- Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> I was going to, but I stopped and you finished it. So. All right. See ya. Bye.